The Naked DJs Podcast. Are they really naked? We know they expose themselves every day just so they can bring you the best of music. They like to stick it out there for everyone to hear. You can hear their podcast on Anchor.fm, YouTube, and any of your favorite podcast platforms. Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. And today we're going to be talking about taking the lemons of life and making lemonade as I am joined by motivational speaker and the host of Heidi's Lemonade Stand podcast, Heidi Aldridge. Heidi is a recovering Wymere. Uh, she's a former talk show radio host and she has an interest in life so we're going to be talking to her about all those things and what a recovering why is so Heidi thank you so much for joining me today thank you so much I'm honored to be here why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself a little bit about myself I am a motivational speaker I'm a mom and a wife and a Gaga. <laughs> I have five grandkids that call me Gaga. And that's what life is all about. So, and I just uh, love to be happy and love to meet people. And I'm the recovering why mirror means that there's a story behind that. I don't know if you want it now or you want me to tell you later. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that a, a little later. And, okay. you know, you're, you're a mother, you're, you're a grandmother. You're also took on six foreign exchange students that yes, you consider your children too. So tell us why you decided Absolutely. to do that and tell us all about that. Where are they from? Uh, yeah, it's been really fun. We have been doing that over the past uh, 12 years. We started when our son was 16. He actually had like a little, <laughs> he had like a little extra credit assignment at school to host a foreign kid for just like two weeks. So he signed up for it. We were like, wait, what? We're going to have a stranger in our house. Like, we're not going to do this. And so we ended up doing it. And it was such a gift and a blessing in our household to have this teenager come and stay with us a couple weeks. We're like, we need to do this again. We need to do it longer. So we signed up with an organization to host. And for several years, we would have teenagers come from different countries like Austria and Germany and Spain and Switzerland and come and stay with us for the whole school year and we provided everything they needed for that year and and just a it changed our family it was such an enhancing part of our family to have a person in our home that wasn't raised the same way as all of us that we got to learn from each other and support each other and accept each other where we were at and it was a beautiful thing so it's been an amazing experience. I highly recommend hosting foreign exchange students. I think it's great. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty cool deal. Yeah. Tell us about your career as a as a radio show, a, a former radio show host. <laughs> yeah, I um, was actually a really negative person and was kind of going through a lot of difficulties in my life and feeling like I was feeling very picked on that life was handing me a lot of lemons and I was kind of a bummer to be around. And I remember I was with a neighbor and she told me that 
I was such a negative person, she couldn't spend any more time with me. And it kind of got me thinking like, wait, what? You know, why, why is this, you know, why isn't everybody like this? And, and I realized that there's a lot of people out in the world that have a lot harder things than I was dealing with. And they're happy, pleasant, motivational people. And I thought, I want to learn more about these people. And so I went to the local radio station in the big city and I asked them if I could start a radio show where I could interview people who have overcome really hard challenges and made the world better because of what they went through. And at that time, this was in 1999, at that time there was a show host named John Walsh and he was hosting the America's Most Wanted TV show. And he started doing that because his son was murdered. And it's people like that, you know, that I wanted to talk to people who have really dealt with really hard things and what they're doing to make a difference. And so I was able to interview some amazing people throughout the year, a little over a year that I was on the radio. And the things that I was so negative about before I started the radio show all went away. I was struggling with infertility for a long time, for years and years, and I was able to finally have another baby. And so I quit my radio show to have this new baby. And 20 years later, I started it as a podcast. I started the Lemonade Stand Up again. So for the past year and a half, I've enjoyed just doing it all over again and meeting amazing people. And I also have been reaching out to some of those guests from 20 years ago and trying to find out kind of what's been happening in the last 20 years and where, where are they now and what other lemons have they had to deal with. So it just has been so inspiring and uplifting to me that I've just really enjoyed doing it. And I'm just grateful I get to do it again in a different way now instead of on the radio. So everybody can hear it instead of just the local people in town. So it's been a great gift. I'm very blessed. And I do love John Walsh. He actually has a new show. I forget the name of the show uh, on uh, Investigation Discovery that he has. Yeah. So that's uh, pretty neat that you got a chance to talk to him. I wish I could have talked to him. He inspired the idea for the show. I would love to have talked to him. <laughs> Absolutely. I wasn't able to, darn it. But he was my inspiration behind, you know, finding people like him and being able to talk to them and, and see what they've done with their lives. It's incredible. Well, you also teach a course for every, for some of the organizations. Yeah. Habit, habits of Happiness. Tell us about that and uh, why you got started and about the, you know, kind of the 21 habits. Yeah, yeah, I do. I teach the Habits for Happiness, and that is something I was trained uh, by a lady named Marcy Shimoff, and she helped write The Secret and also Happy for No Reason and Love for No Reason. She's amazing and taught me all I needed to know to get to that better level of finding happiness in everything and knowing that it's not a destination anymore. I was very much caught up in, I'll be happy when, you know, I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when I have kids. I'll be happy when I can build my dream home. I'll be happy when I can make more money. And then those things would happen and I'd just be like, okay, well now I'll be happy when the kids grow up and I'll be happy when I have a different job, you know, and you're just, you're never happy when you're trying to find it in, in things. And I learned that happy is just a way of being. It's a way of traveling through life. And these habits of happiness help you elevate your happiness level wherever you're at. 
if it can help me, it can help anyone. And so I have started teaching these happiness habits for the past 10 years or so, 11 years now. And it just reminds me all the time of little things we can do, little pivots, little things in our lives that we can do to kind of increase wherever we're at, wherever our happiness level is, and just make uh, make it a little bit easier to travel this journey of life. Well, let's talk about being a recover- recovering why me or tell us how you <laughs> came up with that and, and what that actually is. Yeah, certainly. I am a recovering Wymere because back in the day, especially like as a child, a teenager and early married and things, anything would happen to me. And my first response was, why me? Why me? Why did this happen to me? I'm trying to do everything right. I'm trying to be a good person and get good grades and go to church and take my vitamins. And I'm trying to do all the things so why did this bad thing happen to me? Why did this hard trial come to my life? And so I would spend all this time trying to figure out why this happened to me instead of just dealing with the issue and and getting through it and becoming better because of it. And so I say I'm a recovering why mirror because now instead of asking why me, I can think why not me? I'm no different than anybody else. We're all here on this earth to learn and and grow and and experience hardships and also good things. And so why not me? I'm no different than anybody else who has to struggle. I also used to say, life isn't fair and I'm gonna make it fair and I want life to be fair. And I've also learned that we we don't want it to be fair because whatever somebody else is struggling with, we would all have to be struggling with that same thing. And, uh, uh, you know, that, that, that's their thing. They can, they, they can do that and I'll keep my problems. And now I think, why not me? And also when things are going super great, you know, when time is just really beautiful and I'm sitting here watching my grandkids play or I'm on a walk with my husband or a bike ride at the lake and I can stop and think, why me? Why is this happening to me? I have such a beautiful, wonderful life. So there's just depends on the way you look at it, right? That's absolutely right. <laughs> Speaking of that, give the listeners some tips on things that they can do to be happy and find joy and peace in their own lives. Oh, I'd love to. There's a few things that are kind of my go-to things, and a lot of them I've learned by experiencing them myself and also being the host of the Lemonade Stand and speaking to hundreds of people who have used these same tactics in their life to be able to overcome whatever they're struggling with. And so um, the number one thing to be able to help you in your life and elevate your happiness is to have gratitude, to find things to be grateful for. Even in some of the hardest moments, there's always amazing blessings and good things in your life. And I do that by like, making an award every day for the day. Like I'll have like an award that I give out and all I do is just write it on my phone, you know, to to notice what the award is. And so it can be something as simple as a puppy with its head hanging out of the car window in the wind. It can be a sunset at the lake. It can be flowers in a neighbor's yard. It can be a friend that texted out of the blue, you know, any of those things, give an award for simply the best thing that happened today. And it really helps change your mindset and focus on things to look for that are really great and wonderful in your life 
instead of focusing on the thing that might be troubling you right now. So that's a, a big tip is gratitude. So tell us some of the great guests on your podcast that you interviewed, you know, maybe that people might know or, or at least some of the stories that people can be inspired by and how we can listen to your podcast. Yeah, I have interviewed, especially 20 years ago, I was able to interview a lot of amazing authors like Anita Stansfield, Richard Paul Evans, um, there was Art Berg, he was a motivational speaker. So wonderful people then and now I've interviewed a lot of I interviewed, you know, just updates from some of them, which has been really fun to kind of hear um, from them again. And then I've interviewed just a lot of people who have really been life changing in their own way and in their own realm and they're they're able to be a life coach or they're able to write a book or they're able to start a support group. Some amazing, inspiring people, you know, somebody who who her, her son died um, tragically and she was able to, you know, she dealt with so much anger, but she was able to turn that anger around and be able to start a support group for other grieving parents and be able to help them through the process of losing a child. That would be something very difficult for anyone to have to go through. I talked to some people who had um, kind of more white collar fraud and ended up in jail, you know, just normal mom or dad with kids and a family and their life and their money. And then they got stripped down to nothing, ended up in federal prison for years and lost everything they ever had. And they come out and they're able to write a book about what their experiences were and how much of a better person that they are now because of what they went through. Um, there's just other people that have overcome just some really difficult things, addictions, you know, and, and years of addiction and almost almost dying and able to beat that and now have an addiction recovery center. And they help support and uplift and encourage other people who are going through something that they just experienced. So that's that's what it's all about. It's all about just inspiring each other and helping each other through. And I really love being able to relate to all these lemonade makers that I talk to. I had my own lemon to lemonade story when I was a teenager. Um, I was 16 years old and before that point I was very suicidal myself. I really struggled with self-confidence and liking what I see in the mirror and I was bullied and made fun of so bad and really felt like the world would be better off not having to look at me anymore. But then a couple of days after Thanksgiving, we got a knock at the door from the police that told us that my dad had just taken his own life. And his suicide note said that the world would be better off without him. And that does something to you. It kind of, first of all, snapped me out of what I was dealing with. And secondly, made me a lot more aware of people around me and how much other people might be hurting too. And as much as I was consumed with myself, I remember going back to school. I was in high school and I remember going back to school after getting that news about my dad being gone and, and just noticing people more and just seeing people looking in their eyes and seeing the pain and hurt and wanting to reach out to everyone and be their friend and accept them and, and help them understand that I see them and that they're valuable and that they're needed. And that was a really important time in my life that really changed kind of the rest of my life to be able to help me 
not be so consumed with myself. And, uh, you know, years later, I got a little consumed with myself again when I was dealing with some things. And, and that's why then the radio show kind of turned me around and was able to teach me again, think about other people. And that's just kind of one of those life hack things that if you're feeling really down in your own life and feeling like there's no point or no purpose, once you find anything to be grateful for, then just reach out and do something for someone else. That's really life-changing. It really opens up your eyes. To, everybody has things. Everybody has problems. and Everybody could use some love and support. So think outside yourself for a second and reach out to someone else. It'll really bless your life. Tell us how we can connect with you and stay in touch with you. Give us the social media links, the website, how we can listen to the podcast. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, it's all just Heidi's Lemonade Stand. So my website, well, my website is Heidi's Lemonade Stand. Um, I, I have my podcast is Heidi's Lemonade Stand. You can hear it anywhere, any podcast platform. And then Instagram is this Lemonade Stand official. But um, yeah, I'd love to connect with people and hear their stories. You know, I want people to reach out to me and email me. You can find my information on my website or on my podcast to be able to get in touch with me. And I want to hear your story. I want to tell the world your story and inspire others. So I'm always looking for, for new guests. I've done uh, today, actually marked my 200th episode, my 200th interview. So I'm ready to do another 200. You know, let's keep it going. So just been so inspired by people. And I'm always looking for people willing to share with me a little bit of their lemonade making. Do you have any current or upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about? <laughs> I don't think so. I just have a few speaking engagements coming up that, you know, people kind of hire me to come and speak at their events or their corporations and different things. So I love doing that. I'm always up for for coming and sharing. I like to share kind of my five top points to increasing your happiness. And I always share uh, stories from my podcast as well, you know, those that have been really impactful in my life. And uh, hopefully, you know, people can come away from these events feeling a little bit more motivated and elevated and ready to take on the world again. But yeah, no, I'm not really out there for people to just come and, and do, you know, randomly, but I'm always willing to come to, to people if they want to have me come for their event, their club meeting or a church meeting or any any gathering you want to come have a motivational speaker i'm happy to do that all right so close us out with some final thoughts maybe something that we di didn't talk about that you would like to discuss or just any final thoughts oh thank you it's been great to visit with you for a little bit tonight so thank you for this um and i think my closing thoughts would have to be to just hold on hold on for one more day hold on for one more hour one more minute whatever it is, because things change, things get better. And we need to just find that, that light, you know, there's, there's something there, there's good in everything. So focus on gratitude and focus on forgiving yourself and forgiving others. You know, you can go through life harboring a lot of bad feelings, even about yourself. And that doesn't serve you. It doesn't help you in any way. It actually is harmful to you. It's harmful to your health. And it's harmful to your spirit. And so let go of things you need to forgive, especially forgiving yourself. And to really watch those thoughts, I really try to encourage people to question their thoughts, question things that they think, because they're not all true. 
we tend to have a lot of negative thoughts and we believe them because we thought it. So we think it must be true. And I try to teach people like to question that and to actually, I even go so far as like, pretend you have to go into like a court of law to like prove the thoughts are true. And what kind of evidence would you have? You know, so if you're having thoughts of you're not good enough or you're nobody likes you or some of these negative things that we play over and over, where's the proof? You know, what can you, what can you do? And there's no proof, right? There's no proof. So what, even if somebody said it one time, that's not enough proof that that is true. So we have to really question those negative thoughts we have and push them aside and replace them with, with better things and think like, you wouldn't talk to your best friend that way that you talk to yourself, you know? So kind of use that as a little gauge of like, would I say that to my best friend? Then I shouldn't say that about myself. So we need to question our thoughts and then just see things in life as a gift. Just realize that things come at us and we shouldn't label them like good or bad. They just are, they just, I always say it is what it is. Like it is what it is. <laughs> so don't label it good and bad. In fact, the other day I was checking into a hotel for a speaking engagement and I went up to the front desk person and he's like, oh, I've got good news and bad news. I was like, ah, you don't want to hear that. You know, as <laughs> you've traveled so far and you're about ready to check into a hotel, good news, and bad news. And, and I'm just like, oh, you mean you have news, you know, you have interesting news. Well, what is, what is your news? And he said, well, the computer system's down, so we've got to restart it and then I can check you in. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that's not, <laughs> that's nothing. So it's just funny how we tend to kind of label stuff good and bad. And sometimes it's really not that big of a deal. And it just is what it is. It's just news. It's interesting news. And we can take it how we want and we can do with it what we want. But as soon as we label it bad, it automatically makes you just tense and worry and upset and causes all these emotions that are unnecessary. It's not necessary in that moment. So so see things as a gift and just don't label them good and bad. So anyway, I know that was a long <laughs> final part, but I just, um, just want to encourage people to hang in there and uh, life turns around. Things change instantly, really. And just watch for it. Well said. And ladies and gentlemen, be sure to visit Heidi's Lemonade Stand and check out her show. The lemonade is real good and it is real refreshing and you won't regret it. Also, listeners, please be sure to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible with everything going on in the world. We could all use some words of encouragement from the expertise of Heidi and Android listeners. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast. Heidi. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you for sharing that lemonade with my listeners today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It was my honor. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.